Hi, I'm Bradley Simmons, personal trainer for some of the UK's most loved celebrities, football icons, and Olympic athletes. With so many opinions flying around and influencers influencing, it's time to weigh up what is fact, what is fiction, and what needs more focus. Like so many young men, including myself, founders of Life Jacket Skin thought they were indestructible, but then several of their friends, all healthy and in their 30s, were hit by cancer, including Jono, the co-founder. Through the experience, they learned that skin cancer, the world's most common cancer, had doubled since the 90s. It is forecasted to double again over the next 20 years, and yet, unlike other cancers, it's 90% preventable. From this, they created Life Jacket with a single vision of stopping the increase in skin cancer. It's a pretty inspiring story and one that really grabbed my attention, hence why these guys and this brand are sponsors of this very podcast. Facts Over Feelings is all about listening to the evidence and the science when it comes to our health and well-being and letting that impact the decisions we make for our health. That's exactly what these guys have done. Saddened by their friends getting cancer, shocked by the facts, they took action. I can't wait to hear more about it. Yes, Billy, it's uh, great to have you on the podcast. Thanks again for sponsoring the podcast. Without you, we wouldn't be able to do these episodes. Um, but I've got you on board today simply to discuss the importance of skin protection. Um, can you tell us all about Life Jacket Skin, why you started it? Yeah. Um, have you got any facts behind skincare, any, any data that we can really listen to and maybe shock audience today yeah i'll do that i mean that's uh that's 20 questions in, yeah, in one yeah, um, sorry, mate. so I'll, a lot of you away. I'll start with why life jacket or how we started so yeah. about five years ago we started the business off the back of actually some bad news so i was in my 30s at the time and had five friends all young fit guys like you mm. who got different forms of cancer one of them was my very best mate, Jono, and we were he was getting chemo one day and we were sitting in a hospital and found out that two men die of skin cancer for every one woman. Wow. We found out that skin cancer is the most common cancer in the world and it's also 90% preventable. So 90% preventable. <clears throat> so there are your three big stats. And what we thought was let's, you know, let's first of all focus on Jono getting better, but then let's let's stop what we're doing and try and address that problem. So we started as a brand for men. There's a problem specifically amongst men, but we've since evolved to being for everybody, which I think is the right thing to do. Um, with, a, with a real vision to try and stop people getting skin cancer, it's preventable. So can we use our brand to do something that has a bit of purpose? So that's how Life Jacket started five years ago. And, you know, now now we're here sponsoring the Bradley Simmons podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the podcast has been doing great. So I'm sure many people have been made aware when I do those little ads. And is skin cancer in the UK big? That might shock people because obviously we don't get much sun. Obviously, we have the summer periods where people go outside and sunbathe without skin protection because they feel like we're in England. We don't yeah. need that. Yeah. Is, is it high in the UK? It's... We have more skin cancer in the in the UK than there is in Australia, but you know, that's a bit of a silly throwaway comment because there yeah. are just more people here. Um, yeah. But but yeah, I mean it's a, it's it's I think the third or fourth most common cancer in the UK, wow. um, and it's doubled in the last twenty years and is forecast to double again over the next twenty years. So it's it's definitely you know we're all travelling more. You know, there is more UV reaching us, our yeah, skin, whether we're here or abroad. 
And there's also a sort of lag effect of, you know, I'm sure you were the same when you were young, just putting olive oil on your skin or yeah. not wearing skin. So it's like just being dumb and just getting burnt. Well, I've got actually quite a funny story. One of my first lads holiday in Zante when I was about 17. I'm very olive, so I went very brown. My lad, my mate, he's, he's quite fair skinned. He said, mate, how do I get really tan out yourself? I said, well, you got to put vegetable oil on you. Just wind them up. He actually put vegetable on himself yeah. and he was so burnt he couldn't enjoy the holiday. Yeah. And the okay, stupidness for me, funny at the time, but look back now, that's actually quite dangerous. Yeah. So you have to really protect your skin, especially if you're fair skin or you've got moles like myself. Like for some, does everyone really have to look after their skin or is there certain people that have to look after their skin more than others? So skin is very individualised, of course. And the 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 more the darker your skin, so I'm I'm olive as well. I'm like yeah. half Middle Eastern. So the darker your skin, the more melanin you have in your skin, and melanin is the sort of the the ingredient in the skin that gives you natural protection from UV. Okay. So the darker you are, the more protected you are. But really, that's still not enough protection. Yeah. Um, UV is so powerful. Uh, so as someone who's very, very fair, sort of on the, there's this thing called the Fitzpatrick scale in skincare. Mm -hmm. It's how doctors determine different skin tones. And there's seven scales from sort of very, very, very fair, like what we would call sort of uh, ginger, okay. sort of fair, all the way through to sort of black, skin of yeah, colour, yeah, really of dark. Um, and there's seven scales. And clearly the, the darker you are, the more protection you have, but it's still everyone still needs to protect their skin yes. you know we would say without necessarily knowing yeah in between sort of five to ten minutes and, wow. and they might not necessarily see it but but i think it's really important for us as a brand not to just get people thinking of the sun yeah. um and temperature yeah you need to protect your skin all year round yeah. and the skin, the role of the skin, the main role of the skin is to protect your skin. It's to, sorry, it's to protect your body from stuff getting inside. So it's, it's the barrier that stops, you know, viruses, bacteria getting into yeah. you. So if your skin is broken or cracked or damaged in any way, then, you, you know, the, the body's largest organ, the skin, isn't able to do its job. That's incredible as well. When you say the skin is the largest organ, people don't think that. People think of your heart, your brain. Yeah. But the skin is an organ. Yeah. I remember when we first worked together and I obviously saw your uh, campaign you did on your Instagram and it said skin is your largest organ. I didn't even know that know. skin was an organ. People just think skin yeah. is skin. Yeah. And that's a... Well, I'll finish what I was saying. Yeah. So, so, But I'll come back to that because that's a good point. The we're just trying to protect the skin all year round yeah. so that it can do that job. There are these things called environmental aggressors, which are just stuff in the environment that's just attacking your skin all the time. Mm -hmm. And it could be, you know, it could be you wearing a T-shirt that chafes when you go for a long run. Yes. Your skin breaks and all of a sudden it's... it's it's, it's exposed. It's exposed. Yeah. It could be, you know, you're in Bali or Dubai and your skin's burnt, it's damaged. It, it needs to be... Well, places like Dubai, you can seriously sunburn over a tan yeah. which I did yeah. <laughs> I already had a nice colour yeah. next minute I burnt over it yeah. so places like Dubai which is a very nice place to go but yeah you seriously need to be careful it's yeah. dangerous and like Australia is, is it got the is it the, the, the what is it, ozone layer ozone layer yeah. sorry I couldn't spill it out apparently that's quite thin compared to the yeah. UK mm. so even more dangerous than like so Australia it's very strong UV but yeah but can't remember your point sorry I keep interrupting no no it's cool so we're just trying to protect the skin yeah. all year round so it could be we just want to make sure your skin is moisturised in winter it doesn't get that sort of grey crack cracked redness from yeah. just being outside it could be in sun it's UV 
It could be, as I said, chafing. So we make all these different products. Yeah. It, we we want to make sure your skin is clean so that the natural microbiome of the skin is is healthy. Yeah. All these things contribute to skin health. And that's so we're just trying to protect the skin and its health. Yeah. That's that's we have this throwaway line, we don't do skincare, we do skin, skin protection. Skin protection. So yeah, um that's that's what that's what we're about. Yeah. It's not just sun and UV and sunscreen. It's it's all year, every day. Well when we're talking about skin health, I always was talk about your nutrition, your diet. Mm. So that plays a massive role in your skin as well. Yeah. The and way your skin is. Yeah. Go, that's on. what I was gonna say to you. When you when you were mentioning the skin's the largest organ, you were shocked by that. It is amazing. People just, they'll spend, when they think about their health, people, I, I imagine you listen to this, people care about, listen, listen to this podcast, yeah. care about their health. That's, that's your audience. Yeah. They will go to the gym, lift weights for health. They will do a run, do cardiovascular stuff for health. But a lot of people sort of just forget about their skin or don't care mm. about it. Or Especially um, men. Yeah, yeah, it's fair. A lot of women, they have SPF in their makeup. They're always protected. They've got that layer of makeup to also to yeah. protect them. Yeah. Us men, many of my friends also, they don't even put any moisturizer on. Since you gave me your brilliant product, Life Skin, mate, I've seen a massive difference in my health. A lot of people compliment me all the time. Mate, you're looking younger. You've got less wrinkles. Um, and I feel like my tan is staying as well. So when I do go for a nice like, holiday or I'm in Dubai, I too uh, sustain my tan as well. Yeah. So that's another factor. If you want to use SPF in your cream, that could also I mean, help. that's the, that's a quite a common myth as well, is I, I would prefer you didn't tan. Like I would prefer you didn't tan from the sun. Okay. Um, or even a sunbed. They're the two things because... Sunbed, a no-go, 100%. No, no-go. Because that UV, what's happening in your skin when you get a suntan is your body is fighting to stop getting damaged. So it sends the, that melanin to the surface of the skin yeah. to block the UV. And that melanin is, is, is what gives our skin pigment, our, our, you know, our hair and skin. But then what about the vitamin D that we <clears> get <throat> from the sun, which is massively important for our health? So there's a study, uh, that's quite a common question. A lot of people say, I need vitamin D. Yes. Vitamin D gets synthesized in the skin and it, it gets synthesized by UVB light. We don't actually get enough UVB light in the northern hemisphere, sort of between October and March, yeah. to really synthesize vitamin D, which is why it's quite common to supplement with you know vitamin D tablets or yeah. vitamins. Um, you can get vitamin D from your food, but just nowhere near enough that, that we need for bone health and all yes. the other great stuff that vitamin D gives you. So supplementing with vitamin d in the northern hemisphere in winter is is nice. a is yeah. a is a good is a good way to go in the summer when the uvb is stronger and there is more of it in this country you can still wear sunscreen and synthesize vitamin d so there was a study in uh, australia and the uk in 2019 that sort of demythed this concept that Sunscreen blocks UVB. That's its job. Yep. So does that mean I'm not getting vitamin D synthesis in the skin? This study disproved that. That So even with sunscreen, even with protection, you can still synthesize vitamin D, which, you know, I'm not saying it's a lesser of two evils, but I don't want to get skin cancer. Yeah. Um, so, but I don't, but I need vitamin D and I want vitamin D. Yes. But given the choice, I sacrifice the vitamin D personally. Uh, everyone's different. But so you can wear SPF product on your skin and still synthesize vitamin D. So that's a, we, we would always say, 
obviously. Yeah. Uh, protect your skin at all times. You can still get the vitamin D you need. And would you say laying in the sun with skin protection is protecting your skin? Or would you just say try and avoid laying in the sun altogether? Yeah, like we don't want to be complete killjoys. We don't yeah. want to be a brand that talks about cancer. We want people to get outside. Like one of us, one of our sort of, one of our lines is be skinvincible, right? Yeah. Um, and we've got your back. Like that's our, that's our tagline. Yeah. So we want people to go outside, go on hikes, run, yeah. sunbathe, do what, do what you love doing outside. We don't want to say... You, you know, don't go outside, you're going to get skin cancer. Like, that's <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely yeah. the opposite message. Okay. It's go outside, have a great time, do what you love, but... Protect, Knowing that you're protected. Protect your largest yeah. organ, right? It's, um, it's, it's, it's what you do. You're so healthy um, yeah. in the gym. You, you're looking after your body, look after your skin. But there's been many times where I do look after my health, but sometimes do I look after my, my skin health? Probably not. Yeah. I'm going to come back to Dubai. Again, I was sun cream all over, but not my back. I didn't have anyone to put it in my back. Next minute, I'll turn over, do a bit of work on my laptop, yeah. 20 minutes in Dubai. Yeah. My back was burnt. So things like that, it's just taking priority <laughs> and making sure someone does put sun cream on your back. Yeah, I mean, tanning is damage, really. Yeah, that, yeah is, So we would, prefer, we would prefer you use the fake tan. I think that's the best way yeah, to tan. Like, I understand... I like, I like to be tanned. We all look, you, look, we, when you're tanned, you feel more confident, you've got more self-esteem. Yeah. Uh you've you've been kissed by the sun and you feel good about yourself. Yeah. For sure. Just fake it. Just fake it. Fake it. <laughs> Last time I faked it, my sister, uh, she used to, she used to do um spray tans. Um she called let's do spray tans. It's much better at the time when I was doing sunbeds every now and again, and yeah. she used to tell me off for it. I said, Cool, let's do a spray tan. Um honestly, mate, it's the worst thing I ever did. I had a ginger beard, had a fake, a fake tan in my hands, it looked terrible. Yeah. So that's the last time I'm it's doing come that. on a long how long ago is that? Because the technology's yeah. come on a long way, like it's some really good products. Oh, really good products. Yeah. Is that something you potentially could bring out? I mean, I don't want to say, but <laughs> yeah. I mean we think tanning is bad. Yeah. So but we understand people want to be tanned. Yeah. And I do. Yeah. Um, I get it. So we see we see a fake tan as a protection product. We're protecting you from the sun, but yeah. we're giving you what you want. 100%. So it's absolutely a product we've made and we'll be launching. Yeah, because there's going to be a lot of athletes or people that like to do their exercise outside when it's sunny, for example, um, and they're going to sweat. Like I know when you sweat and there's wind, you age your skin even more, don't you? Yeah. yeah. Like, I see a lot of footballers, they get to about 35, they look 55. Yeah, yeah. Um, is that something that skin protection can help with? Is it? Would well, you I mean, say? Would you say skin protection is anti-aging? Uh, it is. So, ninety percent of skin cancer is caused by UV. Yeah. Eighty percent of skin aging is caused by UV. Okay. So, what's the other ten percent and twenty percent? For aging, it would be things like smoking, nutrition, yeah, so your lifestyle. diet, genetics. Yeah. Um, so you know slightly less controllable things yep. some are controllable of course, yeah, of course. but 80% is the elephant in the room that we're trying to get everyone to think about yeah. so what happens is uv uv light hits your skin and there's two wavelengths that reach us on earth it goes deep into the skin and it sort of well uva which is 90% of all uv goes deep into the skin and it damages the proteins proteins the collagen the elastin in the mm -hmm. skin that causes sort of wrinkles and yeah. sagging it can also denature some of the cells in the skin that give rise to some of the genetic cells in the skin that give rise to cancer. UVB is the one that sort of peaks in summer, but actually it's only 5-10% of the UV that reaches us on Earth, and it peaks in summer in the Northern Hemisphere. Um, and that's the one that just burns the surface of the skin. That's the one that we all think of, summer burn. Yeah. Um, so... Really, UV is the is the sort of 
is the chief aggressor of all everything that's in the environment mm-hmm. that's attacking us every day. UV is is the silent killer. It's present all year round every day, even in cold December yeah, in the Cotswolds. You should be wearing skin protection even on a cloudy day. Uh, if the if it's, uh, if, yeah. if, if, what about if it's raining? It's cold, freezing cold. I mean, <laughs> it's. Uh, I just think it's a good habit to get all into. Clearly. If you're going to brush your teeth every morning, why not just well, put SPF Well, it's a non-negotiable. My routine in the morning is I'll wake up, uh, I'll have a shower, I'll finish off with a cold. Always finish off with a cold. Brush my teeth as you do, and I moisturise myself with SPF. 100% every single day. Yeah. I then go into the kitchen, get a bit of sunlight on my face, um, and I help myself to a healthy breakfast. I'll have my athletic greens, and I'll have my healthy breakfast, and I'll take roots for a long walk. Again, I'm getting exposed by the sun. Mm. I've got that skin protection on. Because it's in my daily rituals. It's yeah. my it's in my non-negotiables. Yeah. Um, and for me, that's why I get a lot of compliments and the people saying, mate, I've seen the difference in your skin. You're looking good. You're looking healthy. Great. That was good. Yeah. So listen to that. Yeah, if you want a new routine, um, definitely, definitely get some SPF on your face for sure because your chance of skin cancer is quite high if you don't look after yourself, especially if you're fair skinned. Yeah, and like it doesn't matter if you're, if you don't think skin cancer is a, worry for you or you're not bothered or you think it's a problem for another day it doesn't matter what your motivation yeah. is it could be the cosmetic side of things and i've got no problem with that if, if you just want to wear spf because it's blocking uv from causing aging yeah brilliant great. that's it. Yeah. great like it's two for one as far as i'm concerned yeah, um so so what are the like signs that you might potentially be getting skin cancer because there's a lot of people out there that well, no, I know the moles can obviously get irritated and stuff, but what if someone isn't moly, for example? Or give us give us ideas of both. So there's sort of a there's a there's the ABC. It's 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 so long winded and uh, complicated that it's actually easier if someone just goes into Google and looks up ABCDE skin check. Yeah. But if you see anything on your skin that's developed, is new, is changing, is bleeding, any mark or mole then go on Google and look up this ABCD thing, and it stands for a symmetry. Uh, I can't remember all of them, yeah, but yeah. if you go and look at all of them, they give you ways to check this particular mark on your skin or marks on your mm-hmm. skin. And if you see anything changing or any sign on that ABCD skin check that is a red flag, just go and check it out. Like No dermatologist would mind if you go there and... And they go, no, it's no problem. Don't worry about it. Yeah. They would rather you go and check. So is that going to your, just normal GP? GP or? first, yeah. GP first. And a GP will then refer you to a dermatologist yeah. in, in this country. Yeah. We as a brand think skin detection, so de- checking your skin every three months is actually the, one of the most important things you can do for... for well, I think us human beings, like we have a, of a car, should have MOT every year. Yeah. We should have MOT, not just skin. It should be your heart. It should be everything. Like, it should be your cognitive function. Uh, a lot of people out there have ADHD and they don't realise. Yeah. A lot of people out there have dyslexia they don't mm. realise. A lot of people are probably um, increasing their risk of heart disease or diabetes they don't realise. We should mm. have a yearly MOT as human beings, 100%. If Maybe not in NHS, but, because obviously there's a lot of pressure on NHS already, but if the NHS can do that, how many people will, will prevent themselves from getting skin cancer, heart disease, diabetes, all sorts of cancers, and will actually improve the overall health? We have to do it with our car, so why not do it with our health? I like it. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. It, sh- it should. Yeah. It should. And there probably is a possibly way if you want to do it yourself, like um, private health, you probably can do that. Mm. But why do? Why is it not spoken about? Why do we not do it? Yeah. I mean, being, I agree, and... From on the skin side of things, one thing we do is we give every single customer 
access to an app called Skin Vision. So if you buy on our site, you get seven-day free Skin Vision. And if you like it, you can upgrade for a year for half price. Yeah. But what it does is a lot of men, and so one of the main reasons I think men are twice as likely as women to die of skin cancer yeah, is, is because, you know, I think you're probably the exception, but most men probably see something on their skin and go, oh, don't worry, life's too busy, kids, dog, whatever, work. I haven't got time. Women are much better generally at mm -hmm. seeing a problem, going to the doctor, getting it checked and yeah. re removed. A lot of men, and we've spoken to all of these men, have left it too long and it's spread. And that's why it's actually they die of other cancers. Um, so that's the thing about cancer, isn't it? It isn't just skin cancer, it can turn into all but sorts. But it's so preventable if you just, if you yeah. A, protect yourself and B, if you see something early, get rid of it. So this app, Skin Vision, it gives men especially, but all our customers, of course, but men especially who have this problem of not yeah. being very diligent, they can go into their bathroom in private, take a picture using their camera phone of anything on their body and it, uses artificial intelligence and a team of dermatologists to say whether you should go and get it checked out, mm. what the risk factor is or not. So that's something you can do from home. And it's an amazing sort of, it's a medical device, yeah. but it's an amazing medical device that, you know, is is available yeah. to, to everyone, not just our customers. Certainly, you mentioned AI there, artificial intelligence. There's, there's a positive because obviously everyone's at the minute, especially on Twitter, saying this is a massive negative. Yeah. It's going to kill society and stuff. Yeah. But this is seen as a positive. If I, that can do that, instead of you going to the GP, wasting your time that way, if you're busy, let's say you're a busy CEO, you're regularly going to Dubai, you're going to Miami and different, and then you've got something wrong on your skin. Mm. Bit AI can actually help you. It doesn't replace a person. And I think no. that's everyone agrees. Of course. AI, I don't think it will ever will. Hopefully, it, anyway. you know, you still need a dermatologist. You still need yeah. a, uh, them to look at a dermoscope and use human. I think, uh, yeah. you know, that human cognitive function of yeah. is that does that need to be removed? But uh, it's it's an amazing tool, and the success rate it can detect ninety nine percent of cancers. This this tool, so it is incredible. Yes. But I, I think ultimately the action from it is: do I need to go and see a dermatologist? Yes or no? Yeah. And do you think it's also because a lot of men probably don't look after their skin as well? I think it's getting better. Like, yeah, I think lot, I think grooming is it was seen as before as oh, that's a bit camp or that's a bit vain. Yeah. But now it's like, no, no, take care of yourself. It's a generational thing and it's yeah. also, um, yeah, I think it's a generational thing. So we were speaking to, I was speaking to a doctor this morning. She's a dermatologist. She said, I had a guy in my clinic who was in his 50s. He's a roofer and he was absolutely covered in skin cancer from just being on a roof in the sun for years. And she was saying, would you, why don't you wear sunscreen? Would yeah. you reapply sunscreen? She's like, no way, I'm not wearing that. That's, you know, that's not for me. And you know, he's, he's head to toe in skin cancer. And you just think, it is a generational thing. I think, I do thing. think, uh, I do think, you know, if you were born in making it up the 90s, yeah. you're probably better than, you're probably, you probably behave and look after your skin health better than someone who, who's sort of uh, in their 50s or 60s now. Yeah, 100%, 100%. Well, like I said, I use it every single day and I think a lot more men need to do it. Over the last couple of months, I've been using live jacket skin protection in my daily routine, a brand on a mission to stop the rise in skin cancer. Skin cancer rates have doubled since the 90s and are forecast to double again over the next 20 years. So not only is Live Jacket Daily SPF Moisturizer protecting my skin from UV rays, but from all weather conditions. I'm also quite picky with how products fill on my skin, but this stuff is weightless. For more information, visit livejacketskin.com and give them a follow at livejacketskin. So I know you're really passionate, obviously, as we can hear about skin protection and obviously the brand that you've, you've created. Um, how difficult is it to build a business like this from scratch? 
um, because people see like your product on the shelf and it's pick up, but don't really see the detail or the hard work or yeah. the ideas or the meetings behind how difficult it is to put a brand, a product on the shelf. It's so hard. Yeah. I just, I don't know. Did you know it was going to be this hard or? It's easy when you've got passion for it. Yeah, that helps. And we, so we get a lot of messages from, like I was talking to you about Skin Vision earlier. Mm. People have messaged us in saying, you know, I did. I was diagnosed with melanoma, and mm. I detected it early thanks to you. So they're the they're the things that keep you going. Or yeah. people say, like you now say, I now wear it every day. That's like that's what we. If we could put a billboard up in the moon, it would be wear daily skin protection. Yes, hundred percent. And so when you get messages like that, that that Motivate gets you through you. it. Of course, it does. Um, so having a having a purpose and a mission really helps. It also really helps when we go and approach people like you. Like you, you, we're not just a we're not just a skincare brand. Yeah. Like we actually have a mission and purpose. So you get you get that sort of goodwill and engagement from people who also care. And retailers and you know, everyone we deal with really sees our passion and, and likes it. So that yeah. that makes it easier. It opens doors, but it's still unbelievably hard. Can like, we talk about the first step? Because people out yeah. there need to be educated. I think our young audience, especially if they've got uh, ambitions to start their own product, whether mm. it's clothing, whether it's skin protection, whether it's anything. How, what is the first step to starting something like this? I guess it's the idea and the conversation with your friends. The idea, testing it with people, just chatting it through. You can, like the right way to do it, I think now, especially because social media and advertising is actually quite easy you can actually make something you can make it like a really e- you can make a really low cost beta version of your product put a landing page on a website or create a landing page on a website run some ads and just see what it, people just yeah. see if there's traction yeah um so that's actually a really l- easy way to test if your product is well 100 going back to that like, i've got quite a large photo on it on instagram four hundred twenty thousand followers on instagram so when i've got an idea i make a poll on my stories exactly and that poll tells me that's a good idea mm. i did it with my airbnb mm. i said to i feel like the younger generation for example would rather go to an airbnb than hotel now so i said guys i'm thinking about doing my own airbnb would you rather go to airbnb or hotel and it, like i thought was right 80 percent said airbnb yeah. So that's maybe the idea. Do you know what? This would be a good idea. Yeah. Exactly the same when I said, I fancy doing a retreat. I think this is really good. I think time's now to start my own retreat in Bali. I put on a poll again. Would you come to my retreat in Bali? And the response was incredible. Mm. And I'm lucky and fortunate to do that. But I guess that's a great way to get your results is by doing a landing page. Uh, the market will decide. And by the market, I mean yeah, people course. out there will decide if you have a business or not. Not you, not your great idea, not your passion for it. Like if you even if even if you think it's the best thing in the world, the market will decide. And so it's a great way on a low, low entry point, like we didn't do this. We just yeah. went and made a load of tubes and products. And so but in hindsight, that would have been a, an approach. Fortunately, we sort of we got over the hump of for, you, fortunately there was a market for what we do. Yes. But but we we didn't test it and we probably we should have done. We probably would have saved some money in other in places or okay. tested something. So you learn from your mistakes, which you, everyone does in business, right? Yeah, but I'd rather not because yeah. so we fund the business ourselves and you know you're really really anxious about every pound you spend when it's your money. Yeah, of course. Uh, and you get, you probably put yourself under too much pressure and the people around you under too much pressure, which we're, we're definitely guilty and of. And did you find investors for this? No, we no. do ourselves. 
complete yourself. Yeah. And that's a, yeah, that's a lot of pressure, isn't it? Yeah. So you, so you did it yourself, funded yourself, you made a product, and then when it came to uh, the design of the product and the eye behind that, where was the brains for that? Yeah, so was that a brainstorm? Was that employing someone on to help you with that? So the the order of events was we came up with the idea yeah. um, off the back of personal experience, which yeah. is always a nice way to come up yeah. with a product uh, idea or brand. We then, I was struck by the name. I was on an aeroplane one day and it said, your life jacket is under your, vet, under your seat. And I thought, life jacket, what a... What an yeah. obvious name. It's a jacket that protects your life, literally. 100%. So I landed and bought the domain name straight away, um, registered the trademark. You don't have to do that, yeah. but I just thought it's a yeah. good thing to do. And then gave the logo, gave the name and the concept to a brand design agency. And I said, go and make me a, a logo, make me a brand identity, create. It's a, at that stage, it's, I always, I always, um, I was described as like having a baby. So, we as a brand are like a toddler at this stage, yes. like a, maybe we're seven, eight years old. At that point, it's, it's a newborn baby and it has you've got to sort of give it identity, give it, uh, you know, what brand colours do you use, what language do you use, how do you teach it to talk? Like, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a growing toddler baby at that stage. So brand design agency go and create stuff and over time the brand develops and evolves as you, as, mm-hmm. the, as the child grows and that's what we are. So... Started with a, an agency to do the brand stuff. We, in the background, were making the products. And it so happens that John and Rob, my two co-founders, uh, John and my best friend and Rob is his brother, know a lot about the chemical industry. Rob is a formulation chemist. Okay. So we were able, we have our own lab, so we were able to go and make products and test, constantly test until we had made what we thought were completely different products to what's out there at the moment. So we knew that if we wanted people to wear this every day, it had to be non-greasy, non-sticky. It couldn't like smell of coconuts. It couldn't be heavy. It doesn't sting your eyes. It doesn't sting your eyes. Uh, You know, we knew that if you want a lot of, a lot of guys especially don't carry bags. So it needed to be portable. A lot of people don't like to actually put stuff on their skin. So we made clothing that blocks the sun. So anyway, we, we started the product development in the background and then just launched to family and friends and then started running adverts and then started speaking to big time influencers like you yeah, and you know, and then and, and so and on the, and so on. And, and the journey continues. And now we're in boots uh, oh, nas- nationally and, you know, we're speaking to, um, we're doing some, we're, in, we're involved in some big government tenders. So, you know, there's, there's, lots of, uh, there's lots of positive news, but every day is such a slog. It yeah, sounds, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of talking about all the good stuff, but 99% of it is bad and hard. Of course, and when you run your own business, it's difficult, <laughs> the stress behind it. And like I said, people don't see your highlights. Like on Instagram, I'm only showing yeah, the highlights. People yeah. don't see me grafting on my laptop like, for eight hours, yeah. programming, at like two, two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. People don't see that. The stuff you, like I'm... I'm now an expert in barcodes. So why, why, yeah. I don't need to be an expert in barcodes, but you just don't have the resource when it's your own business. So you have to just do stuff yourself, really ugly, boring, rubbish work um, over and over again. You do it, I'm sure. Yeah, no, um, of course. And like you're, you become a web developer and a photographer <laughs> yeah. and like you become multifaceted, but you're doing some really bad, bad work. <laughs> yeah, 100%. But... I guess your end goal is what? Is it is it financial or is it just making that awareness and stopping skin cancer? No, like we... Of course it's going to be financial, your business at the end of the day. Well, 
what we always say is we need to keep going to educate more people. So yeah. we need to make enough money and we don't we haven't we don't pay ourselves. We we need to make enough money to recirculate the money so it's a constant cycle so that we can just reach more and more people. Mm-hmm. I think of I think of the sort of consumer pyramid as people at the top of the pyramid who are super healthy and care about their health. They're easy to yeah. convert. But as we go through the sort of pyramid, the base, the bulk of people who don't protect their skin, it's going to take us 10 years to reach those guys yeah. and women and persuade them to look after their skin. It's going to take us 10 years. It's like the smoking campaign of the 80s by the government. Yeah. I think in 10 years' time, skin protection will be very, very common. Everyone will do it. It will yeah. be like, what? I didn't, I didn't wear yeah, SPF. Yeah, yeah. And so we need to keep the wheels spinning so that we can reach more people. So it's not it, it's not actually a financial goal or we're not looking to sell or we're looking to... We're, we're sort of... We're happy. If we yeah. can just keep it going, we're happy just to... Well, how expensive is it to get those ads out there? Like, it's really expensive. I've got experience with it when yeah. I'm obviously trying to grow, get it done, try to get more subscribers. I create really good content. It's a great concept. The app is brilliant. But... I need more than just my followers seeing it. Mm. So we have to spend 15, 20, 25, 30,000 pounds a month yeah. to get more numbers in. Yeah. It's incredible. And that's a risk you've got to take. Yeah. Um, and I guess for Life Jacket, you've probably got quite a lot, I wouldn't say competition, but you've got also a lot of, you've got likes of Lab Series, you've got likes of Clinique, you've got all sorts of brands no, we've bringing got that SPF monster. in now. We're yeah. competing against L'Oreal, yeah. Garnier, Nivea. Like yeah. We're competing against some absolute So how monsters. do you differ to those brands? Well, you have a tone of voice. You have a. We have a genuine purpose that a lot of brands don't have. We have a. The way we try and separate ourselves from others is we do skin protection. So they can all they can go and play over there doing skincare. Yeah. But we actually think all that matters in life is skin protection, which is why we sort of distance ourselves from them by saying we don't do skincare. We do skin protection because mm-hmm. actually skin protection is all that matters. So you can play around with your serums over here, but we're yeah. we're we're protecting your skin. So you just, you do things differently. You're a bit, it's like David versus Goliath. Right? Yeah. You have a different tone of voice. You, you know, we, we, for example, could take you to Mallorca and go on a hike and bring loads of people with us. And other brands don't do that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, that would be amazing. Um, so yeah, it's just, you do things differently. And, yeah. and I'll, it, I'll hold you to that. That sounds yeah. like a good one. I only say that because I want to do it. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> but I think like that, things like that, a great awareness. If you get likes of myself and other influencers, I've got a very good, strong, engaging following. Hmm. Um, and they... Someone who really like is credible, I think it's really important. And you get a bunch of us together. We do hike. We also have that mental health awareness around it as well. So you've got skin protection, mental health awareness, your challenge, so you're proving your fitness levels. I think that's something like that would be really powerful. Plus, I, one of the reasons we started business, and unfortunately this hasn't manifested itself, yeah. but was to work with friends and do stuff we enjoy doing because you control your time more. Mm. It hasn't worked out that way because there's just always so much so yeah, much day-to-day stuff that gets in the way. And but time goes fast, doesn't and it? And it goes fast. But if, you know, the dream actually, if you ask, if you ask the question, yeah. if I think about the question again is, is not financial, it's actually just to have more control of time so I can spend more time doing things I want to do, like go on hikes in Mallorca, cycle more, mm-hmm. be outside more. That's what we love. Yeah, that's what you like. Um, and me and me spend time with family and stuff. But yeah. uh, just at the moment, there's just so much work to do and not enough not enough funding to pay people to do it yourself. So you have to do a lot yourself. So how many hours of sleep are you getting a night? Uh, six or seven. Okay. It's so not bad. It's not, it's not too okay. bad. Yeah. It's not too bad. It's okay. Um, so what were you doing before the Life Jacket? I, I, I always say I worked in banking in my 20s. Okay. 
And then in my 30s, I worked for a drink, alcoholic drinks company, like a, a big public company. Yeah. Like they own lots of big brands. And I wasn't, I, I'm, I'm actually, it doesn't look that way, but I'm actually love, like you, being healthy, outdoors, active. I mean, you do look gym. good. You're looking good, Nick. It's kind of. <laughs> uh, so that's, uh, so actually selling alcohol, waking up every Monday and yeah. how much, how much booze did we yeah. put down the throat of the British consumer in Tesco? didn't sit comfortably at the same time I had all these friends who were getting ill and yeah. I just thought I need to stop and do something that I care so about. So you came back to your values? I guess. It's like, money can, that's the thing, you can be a multi-millionaire but if your values aren't right, you're not going to be happy at the end of the day. Yeah. yeah. So you, that's why I love that. So you've, you've you decided you didn't want to go down the alcoholic route because it is a big problem in the UK. Mm. I had my mate, Fraser Franks, and I said you listened to the podcast as well. And we had a great discussion about how alcohol is actually destroying people's ambition, their goals in life, and actually their enjoyment in life. It's good for the first pint or two pints, first three pints with your friends to chill. I understand that. But then if you're doing it all the time, it, it can be it can be dangerous. So I love the fact that you recognise that and decided, no, I don't fancy that anymore. Yeah. And you do something that you're passionate about, which is so, it's so important. I'm passionate about health and fitness, making people healthier, um, helping people transform, which makes them obviously more confident, self-esteem, which improves their productivity and improves their success, whatever they want to do. So I've got a passion for it, so it's easier to do it. And that's why we love you, and that's yeah. why we want we sort of you know that's why we we're here because um, yeah. you know we we couldn't agree more. Yes, um, I saw recently as well. Like loads of football clubs have taken away betting from there. Um, obviously, the football shirts is something like life jacket that could be really good. Obviously, I know that's even more expensive, but well, that, that's something that could really really make awareness. Because if men, for example, are playing football yeah. and they've got life jacket and they're taking, well, they're using life jacket before the football because I use life jacket. Does it like I said? It doesn't sting my eyes. Mm. It's really good on the skin. I'm sweating. It's not a problem at all. Mm. Um, so something like that would be class. Yeah, uh, you need fifty million to be on the shirt of Spurs, for example. But um, is it fifty million? I think I think probably at least fifty mil. But there's a brand called Castor that's just gone after football clubs. They've gone big and they sponsor like I think Newcastle or a few. So it's a you need a lot of money and funding to do that. But I mean, I was actually speaking to Paul Merson. Yeah, who. I just found myself in a room with him because he'd had melan he's had melanoma and you know he said to me he was on tour in Australia all the time America and just topless running around playing football just yeah. exposed he got it on his back he ignored it for quite a while and then his son one day said to him that you know dad you you know you've got blood on your shirt on your back and anyway he got it checked out um but he was saying people always want to talk to him about all the other stuff he did in his life, good and bad. Yeah. But no one actually wants to talk about the thing that nearly killed him. And so uh, it's it's people like it's people like that and stories like that that, you know, there are so many people outdoors, active, exposed, that well, just, just need to Well, I guess a lot of people just think it ain't gonna happen to me. It's not gonna happen to me. Yeah. And that's where people go wrong. Yeah, yeah. Hundred percent. Mm. And yeah, Paul Merson, what a legend. Mm. I'm going to take a minute out of this podcast now to talk about one of the companies I'm involved in. Leap Academy. Now, I've always been interested in helping others follow my path in the fitness industry and get qualified. And about a year ago, I was presented with an opportunity to work with some other great experts in the field to deliver courses to get you qualified. Leap Academy launched in Jan 2022 and the response has been incredible so far, with 600 current students to become PTs and nutritionists. If you're interested in joining the fitness industry, I would 100% recommend Leap Academy. Our courses are fully flexible so you can study around your work schedule and family commitments. And our prices are amazing value. 
If you want to find out more, check out the link in my Instagram bio or DM me. You can use the code BRAD2023 for 30% off. So, I think a lot of people, a lot of my audience are quite ambitious. Um, they enjoy the questions I ask about business because they mm. want to learn. So, what advice would you give to, say, someone wanting to start their own product, trying to start their own adventure uh, with the ideas they have in their head? What's, what's the biggest advice you give them? Someone who hasn't got the funding or investment. I... I... I would definitely say what I said earlier of just find a way to test it yeah. on the cheap. Okay. But you don't you don't have to be you don't have to be perfect. It's like the Facebook Facebook meta now's sort of mantra of go go hard fast or whatever. You know, just get to market, try it, test it, see what happens. The market is going to decide if you have a product. So yeah. if you can find some way, whether it's through friends, people you know, family, just see if they if they need or like what your what your idea is and if you can do that as cheaply as possible you, you know we are now we now when we do a sort of production run for example are doing thousands and thousands and thousands of tubes you obviously can't do that at the start so you know is there a way that you can put it into I don't know, buy something on Amazon, put your product in and just sell it. I don't know. Just yeah. is there is there a way you can be a bit more maverick and just see if people like your idea or your product, run a landing page, do a poll. Mm -hmm. Just, you know, it doesn't cost much money to run a survey. Mm -hmm. um, just there are, there are ways to, there are ways to just find out before you then go and waste a load of money mm, yeah. and potentially lose it or, or risk it. Just find out. So if be it, smart. So, at the start. Yeah, be smart. I mean, be smart all the time. But, be smart you know, all the time, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, 100%. 100%. And what's next for Life Jacket? We just have to keep peddling. Yeah. Like the the hardest thing is managing cash. Uh, so, you know, we we build up, we spend a lot of money on stock, which absorbs all our money to then go and spend on marketing. So we're we're constantly balancing yeah. cash, which is really hard. We we're you know we've just gone into Boots nationally. We'd love to go into another retailer next year. I mentioned some really big tenders that we're involved in and that our profits do profits really increase when you go into the likes of boots and stuff profit yeah it's i mean we we sell a we sell a tube on our a, a spf moisturizer on our website for 16 quid and that lasts six months wow so you know and i'll just touch on that quickly the the price we is as low as we can get it it's not we're not trying to sell something for 100 quid or yeah. we're trying to keep the price as low as possible so as many people as possible use it to achieve our mission but the point I was going to make is you sell one tube for £16 on your website or you can go and give whatever it is, 10,000 tubes to boots, right? So it just it just helps you with with volume, basically. Okay. Um, so it's just it's just a quicker way to get bigger quicker. But there are there are costs attributable with being in boots, like mm -hmm. to be on the shelf, li you know, listing fees, advertising. Yeah, so a lot goes into it, doesn't it? So it's, you know, it's it's just you're just getting you're just it's what I said earlier on. You, you've gone from being a toddler to maybe a teenager. Yeah. Um, so it's just growing pains. It's just constant stress. But... No, but it's still very positive, mate. Like I said, you're changing people's lives. And that's the most motivating and positive thing you can think about. Yeah, yeah, but it's hard. I just don't... I really don't want to be the showreel guy that's like, look at all the successes. No, of It's course. hard and it's... We might not win. Um, no. And we're competing against some monsters. So yeah, yeah, of course. We just have to 100%. keep pushing. 100%. It's, uh, it's like uh, it's reps. That's the way I think about mm -hmm. it. It's, 
you know, you don't suddenly get big, big biceps or chest or, you know, be able to do pull-ups. Like it just, it's reps and reps and reps. Reps, consistency. Yeah. And I think also like reminding yourself why you started this project, mm. because there are other times that it's tough. Yeah. Uh, I have times myself when, for example, the last three days I had to film 15 workouts in three days yeah. for my next lot of pre-recorded workouts. And by the 10th workout, I said to myself, what am I doing? What am I doing? But then I have to remind myself of, I've got so many thousands of subscribers who need this on a regular basis. Yeah. This is getting them out of bed. This is kickstarting their day. Mm. And the, like you said, the, the messages I received from my subscribers say, Bradley, that was amazing. That really kickstarted my day. I feel great. Oh, I love that workout. I'm like that's why I'm doing it. Yes, financially, it's great as well. And I'm a, I, I am money driven. I'm mm. very an ambitious person. Always has been as a kid. Mm. Um, but yeah, with those, those, those um, comments or messages I receive or when people come to me on, on like in in the park when I'm just walking my dog and they caught me by surprise and they say I love your workouts it does really mean a lot to me yeah. um, and I'm sure you'll get a lot of people in the future saying your cream has saved me mm. or I'm, I'm I'm actually improved um, I'm anti-aging now and I look great I look like Bradley now yeah <laughs> 100% but yeah so true and People out there that listen to this that want to start their own product or their own business or their own online coaching, it's really tough to begin with. Mm. Of course it is. You have to put the hard work in. Mm. I didn't just do 10, I didn't do 10 years for nothing. I didn't just get 420,000 followers overnight, mm. which I guess you can do now on TikTok if you're, if you're a bit silly. Yeah. But back in the day to grow a good following on Instagram and grow that credibility, you had to put the hard work in. You also need a good product, right? So you have a good product. So, yeah. you, you know, the the... 10 years of posting on Instagram of just giving value to people yeah um, you know you have to have a good product which is why I say test it as well yeah um, see if it's good you can you can always improve it but well yeah I'm in a phase right now where obviously with Instagram you have to adapt all the time so I'm thinking what type of content do my followers or audience want to want to watch mm. so I've done some talking to the camera I'm doing podcasts uh, I'm still doing my workout content uh, I'm showing a bit more of my lifestyle I'm like what, what do people want to see so we're always trying to adapt and yeah. we have to mm. we have to you can't you have to reinvent yourself reinvent yourself sometimes you can't just expect yeah I'll be fine I'm credible it's all good no you have to go again brainstorm constantly yeah Hope isn't a strategy. I don't know who said it. But. Yes, hope isn't a strategy. No, 100%. You've got to have a vision, but you've got to put a plan in place to make that vision yeah. worthwhile and, yeah. and become a success. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. So your vision is us in Mallorca. <laughs> Two, three weeks. I want to do it. 100%. Mm. I think we should do it. It's purely, it's purely selfish. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that will create great awareness as well. Yeah. 100%. Um, and content like that for my Instagram, whenever I'm away, like when I go to Bali and stuff, my engagement really, really, really increases. So if I can incorporate mm. um, life jacket, then 100%, I think mm. I do really well for the audience. And to make awareness, especially for the lads out there and women listen to this, SBF is massively important. Mm. All right, let's end on a conclusion about this conversation we had. Just put everything together, just to really, really sum up what we've spoken about today, about obviously life jacket, your purpose yeah. um, and what you're trying to do. So I said it earlier, if we could put a message on the moon, it would be protect your skin every day. Find a, find a product you like, and it doesn't have to be life jacket. Yeah. But skin cancer rates are, have accelerated over the last 20 years and they're forecast to double again over the next 20 years. No matter man or woman, whatever your skin tone, brush your teeth, put protection on in the morning. When you're outdoors, do what you love, but just protect yourself. Your skin is your largest organ and it plays an unbelievable role at stopping stuff getting into your body, mm -hmm. which you don't want because that's just going to make you ill or whatever. Yeah. So 
you know, look after your skin, respect your skin. And it, it's in, it's an investment. And it's it's what we were saying earlier. It's just reps and reps and reps. But if yeah. you're just consistent with it, you'll see benefits, cosmetic and long-term health benefits. I know you might not think it's a problem for today and you'll, you know, wave it away, but you'll 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 thank you'll thank me in 20 years time 100 right ended it smashed it there bill thank you for coming on and i'm sure we'll have this conversation thanks again. for having us take care mate take care thank you for listening to the episode if you enjoyed it please share on your socials and don't forget to subscribe if you want more information about my online coaching services and get it done then don't hesitate to mention me at bradley simmons on instagram